They are trying to take what is meant to be ordered, ordered like a two-parent household with a man and a woman, with a husband and a wife. What is supposed to be ordered and make it disordered and make it chaos. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. Yo, I am Joe Mobley, your host. Guys, this is the Joe Mobley Show. This is your uncloseted conservative hour. The show is presented by Birch Gold Group. Guys, the stock market is continuing to decline. If you haven't seen this, I I don't know what to tell you. You're completely out to lunch. You could keep investing in dollars and see how that works out for you, or you could get something that's been valuable for a long, long time. I'm talking precious metals. I'm talking gold. I'm talking silver. Guys, you don't have to go out, scour the beaches, finding gold coins or you know, calling 1-800-COINS-RS or whatever. You can invest in a tax-sheltered account just like your IRA, just like your 401ks out there. You can invest in precious metals and birch gold. They are the best in the biz of doing that. Get your free informational kit about investing in precious metals, about investing in gold. In a precious metals IRA, text Mobley to 989898. That's Mobley to 989898. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Text Mobley to 989898 today and find out how to not be screwed uh, here in just a little while. So speaking of screwed, guys, the January 6th you know, political prisoners, that's what they are. Uh, many of them are still in prison. Many of them still in solitary confinement, which is kind of nuts if you think about it. Uh, we're going to be talking about some developments in, in those cases. Guys, we're going to be talking about the rises in crime across the country that you and I are aware of. But, you know, maybe there's some listeners out there that aren't aware. And once again, at the top of the, the social lexicon, we're going to be talking about the hypersexualization of children. You know, firearms are probably actually not going to make an appearance uh, this episode unless the spirit moves. Uh, so guys, all that and more, and it all starts right now. All right. So this is not breaking news. But it's news, okay? Uh, I I hadn't heard about this, so and and I'm someone who kind of I don't watch the news, but I kind of scoured the internet for news, as you might imagine, uh, preparing for the show. But I saw this kind of going out over Twitter through an account that I follow, and I just one I I don't really know how I missed it, but it's it's very interesting. So back in April, this is April six, twenty twenty two. This is who is this? This is. Uh, Jordan Boyd reporting with the Federalist. A federal judge finds J6 defendant not guilty nuking DOJ charges that walking through an open door 
is a crime. So I don't know if you saw this or not, um, but U.S. District Court Judge Trevor McFadden acquitted Matthew Martin of all misdemeanor charges on Wednesday. Again, this is back in April after he said this was a bench trial. Okay, so um, got my face back up there. So, you know, for you people that aren't into criminal proceedings, a bench trial is when you don't have a jury. So typically for criminal proceedings, not civil, but criminal, uh, you you have a jury. This is, this is anywhere from five or six up to 20 um, of your peers, you know, as they say, your, your countrymen and women. Uh, these are people that you speak to and, and they ultimately decide and the judge just reads the verdict. A bench trial is when you forgo having a jury, um, which which is you know a right that you have in many places. Uh, it is a little bit risky because when we're talking criminal, it's beyond a shadow of a doubt. All usually people say twelve people, so all twelve individuals beyond a shadow of a doubt have to say yes, this person committed the crime. Not is reasonably likely to have committed a crime, but ob- objectively, there is no possible way. There is no earthly way this person didn't commit the crime. When you got the jury, that's what you're dealing with. When you do a bench trial, it's just the judge. You are pleading your case to the judge. The prosecution is pleading their case, trying to make um, their evidence add up, you know, to not just the presumption of guilt, but the objective fact of guilt. Uh, and you're just doing this to the judge. So they they went with the the bench trial in this case, and and this uh, district court judge, Trevor McFadden, acquitted. Uh, the suspect, which is interesting. What got me interested about this is it says acquitted uh, Mr. Martin of all misdemeanor charges, uh, saying it was plausible that the defendant was reasonably believed uh, that he had permission to enter the Capitol. That was super curious to me, all misdemeanor charges. And, and that got me to thinking, what are we still holding these people uh, in prison for? Because if you remember, we've been told the narrative is that our democracy was almost lost on January 6th. Um, the, the narrative is that it was an insurrection, that there was murderous, that, you know, property destruction, they were killing law enforcement. Uh, they were trying to assassinate, you know, maybe the vice president, Mike Pence at the time, or Speaker of the House or something. They, they were trying to take over the government, a violent overthrow of the government, a usurpation of power, kind of like our power, the people has been usurped by the government, kind of like that. But, you, you know, let, let's forget about that. We're told that it was an insurrection. It was not. I was there. I didn't step foot in the Capitol, but I was there. I was right outside of the Capitol. It was not an insurrection. You know, some reports are saying there were 600, 800, 900,000 uh, people at the, quote, riot. Uh, some say there were well over a million. There were zero firearms recovered off of anyone who was at the January 6th rally. Zero. Okay. Now, we have the weapons. We, we are a heavily armed, heavily trained, uh, you know, citizenry especially those of us on the right. We, we kind of pad the deck with firearm ownership. Uh, we also kind of pad the deck with concealed carry permits and, and firearm training classes, but there were zero weapons found here. So this would be the first nonviolent, the first 
no weapons allowed insurrection in the history of the world. So, you know, what are the charges then? Are the charges treason? Are the charges, you know, attempted overthrow the United States government? Are the charges what? But what are the charges? So I got super curious. So I, I sought out some more information. Uh, this is some particulars on Capitol riot arrest. See who's been charged across the U.S. This was uh, January of last year. So uh, January 15, 2020. Federal prosecutors have charged more than 800 people in 48 states. Okay, okay. Ooh, this is a big, scary picture. You notice they put this picture of you know people climbing. The funny thing about this is, <laughs> the funny thing about this is these people didn't need to climb this. They're just trying to make it look worse than it is um, because they were just stairs. They were just stairs just to the side of this photo. But whatever, you know, may, maybe these people were plants. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe they were just like, ah, I don't want to walk over here and walk up the stairs. I want to climb this thing and and relive some of my childhood. Uh, all right. So who who do we have here charge? Henry Enrique Tario. Hmm. Oh, isn't this the the white supremacist uh, leader of the Proud Boys, who's uh, in fact Hispanic? Uh, yeah. All right. So what what's he charged with? So this is you know this is the top dog. This is the first one presented in the article. You know, USA Today. They're not going to leave us hanging. They're going to put the worst charges up first. You know, that's what you do. Like you know, you you put that serial killer, that terrorist, up at the top of the deck. All right, so what is this um, Hispanic uh, leader of a white supremacist group, as they say? Uh, what is he charged with? Conspiracy related to the Capitol riot, um, even though he was not present there that day. So that's interesting. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's, let's go down to the charges. Seditious conspiracy. Okay, well, they, they like to throw around the conspiracy word, except for anything that a right-winger says might be happening, and then they say that we're tinfoil people. Uh, conspiracy to prevent an officer from discharging any duties. I'm I'm a little bit confused. I'm still not seeing anything. Well, why are we talking about interrupting or conspiring to interrupt law enforcement duties? I I, I thought this was the most violent. Uh, Event, you know, we we almost lost a country here. Shouldn't we be talking about something? Uh, let's see, uh, obstruction, obstruction of an official proceeding. Okay, obstruction of obstruction of a law enforcement of law enforcement during civil disorder. Uh, hmm. Inter- assaulting, resisting, or impeding certain officers to count. So nothing. Um, he 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 uh, didn't really. There there's nothing here. There's nothing here in all of these charges that would cause the violent overthrow of a country. Uh, let's move on. Elmer Stewart Rhodes here, founder and leader of Oath Keepers, a paramilitary group. Uh, basically, he's white. He's got an eye patch. Probably owns firearms. He's he's a terrorist. He's a uh, white supremacist. Uh, what did? What did this uh, white evil Texan do? Arrested uh, on, let's see, January 13th, 2022. I guess it took them a while to get around him. Anyway, he's, he's the second card on the deck. You know, this, this has got to be a big 
player here. Seditious conspiracy again. Okay. Um, we're seeing some repeated material uh, conspiring to obstruct an official proceeding. All right. We're so we're soft. We're soft pedaling again. He's got less charges. All right. What about these terrifying grannies here? Uh, hmm. All right. Old white ladies in their 50s. You know, that that's evil enough right there, you know. Uh, entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds. Disorderly or disruptive conduct in a restricted building or grounds. Okay, so we're calling in the feds for disorderly conduct. That's what it says right here. Disorderly conduct in a Capitol building. Parade. Parading. These old white grandmas were parading the nerve. Parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. So, I'm, I'm confused. Were they or were they not terrorists? Why, why didn't they try and overthrow the government? I thought that we almost lost our democracy. I thought that everything that the the old racist uh, white supremacist founders built, I thought it was all lot. Now, I'm just as confused as AOC, who wasn't here for the event, but insists that her life was in danger. Um, I was actually closer to, you know, the action, as they say, than AOC was. But I'm, I'm confused. If, if they were trying to kill leaders in the United States government, wouldn't that be in the charges? Why, why am I looking at parading? Why, why are we charging old white ladies with parading? Oh, is this name called? I, I didn't know parading was against the law. The charges include parading, demonstrating or picketing in a capital bill. What on earth? So we're talking Department of Homeland Security. We're talking Maine Justice, the DOJ, the Department of Injustice. We're talking the FBI. There's there's Fed boys that that are terrible at going undercover uh, with their buzz cuts and their their tack watches and their interview stances uh, and their tight short. So we brought all the king's horses and all the king's men out to find Trudy and Kimberly because they were quote parading in a Capitol building. Guys, the charges, it's just a bunch of repeat charges if you look at this. More parading, more picketing, entering and remaining, restricted building, entering and remaining, entering and remaining. So if we if we go back to Martin's case, then I feel like this is a problem. I feel like this is a problem for the the insurrection day narrative. I feel like it's starting to slip away just a little bit. Because you know, this case wasn't heard by a jury, but this case was heard by a district court judge. Now, the reason I, I did I did a bunch more research and I'm not gonna bore you with it all, but I, I watched the interviews and the tapes and read the articles. The reason that he was found not guilty, and they're they're trying everything they can to not lead with that, you know, oh, well, it's plausible that he reasonably, he's not guilty, okay? Not guilty. We cannot prove beyond a shadow of a doubt to the standard, the high standard 
We're talking some strict legal standards that are criminal court proceedings in the United States. The reason that he's let off is because of clear and convincing evidence, clearly articulable facts. His attorney said video evidence is the best evidence. And if you recall, when you look at the video evidence of what went down on January 6th, law enforcement was standing at the Capitol with arms wide open, with doors wide open. They were not being dragged out and beaten in the streets like the lying media says. The media who color corrects their photos and who puts filters and tries to intensify things to make it look like crowd suppressant devices uh, like uh, MK19, like those uh, CS gas, OC uh, gas canisters. They try and make them look like explosives, make them look like grenades were going off. There is a little incendiary on that thing just to pop it off and get the gas out of the can. But the, the media is constantly lying about this. And the reason they're lying about it is because law enforcement, by all accounts, opened the doors, had some kind of conversation, said, you guys need to be clear and orderly. We watch videos of, of grandmas like Kimberly here and, and grandmas like uh, uh, the other lady's name. Uh, who do we got? We got Adam Miller, uh, Devin Steiner. These people are political prisoners, okay? Neat and orderly walking around in the United States Capitol. I mean, look at this. The reason that he was found not guilty is because there is a video of law enforcement peacefully speaking to these at best protesters. It, it, it's hard. It's, I do not agree with the Rhino Republicans. I do not agree with the Daily Wire gang, um, you know, the Ben Shapiro's, Andrew Clavens, whomever, uh, that are now calling this thing a riot. You know, when we sit and watch cities burnt to the ground, I do not accept that January 6th was a riot. Yeah, they, they did. They broke a couple of windows. They probably damaged some doors. We live in a country where the White House has previously been burned down. So I do not accept anything that is said about January 6th. I believe, having been there, that there are still things that are going to come out because I saw some things that there is no explanation for. I've not seen any explanation for how people got to places in the time that they got there including on the roof of the Capitol building. I've not seen anything come out about that. Again, the only person that was, you know, maliciously killed there was Ashley Babbitt at the hands of law enforcement. Law enforcement were the only ones taking lives. Yeah, people had strokes and, and people had, um, you know, unrelated medical emergencies well after January 6th, but somehow they're getting lumped into the deaths. I think that this is big news because if this guy's case didn't stick, these people are being tried in the same municipality, okay? And precedence law is everything, you know? And they like to wave that in there. Oh, you can't overturn Roe v. Wade. It's settled law. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's settled law that 
the people have the power in the United States. And the Constitution lays out enumerated and unenumerated powers in anything not enumerated to the federal government's branches are the people's and are administered through the state. That's what the the Constitution says. That is what the settled law in the United States is. And when I look at these cases, I hope that their lawyers are all over this because the charges are the same, entering and remaining in a restricted area, disorderly, disruptive conduct, parading the evil white supremacists, parading around, many of them Black, many of them Hispanic, many of them Asian. Uh, But anyway, I digress, parading around. Oh, man. There's no image for Josiah. It's like Pablo Hueso. Mm. Doesn't sound like a white dude. Ah. These cases need to be thrown out. These cases all need to be thrown out because the clear and convincing evidence that was presented in Mr. Martin's case, and Mr. Martin appears to be someone of of more means. They also pointed out that um, that he has some kind of security clearances. Um, yeah, so they're, they're going to have to get these things sorted out. But I think, you know, bench trial is risky. You're rolling the dice depending on what judge you get. You, know, you get an activist judge, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're just going to say that January 6th was an insurrection regardless. And anyone who was there, man, when their child needs to be put in prison for the rest of their days. Guys, we have political prisoners here in the United States. I know that this sounds a little bit drastic. But this is just as bad as the Japanese internment of Japanese Americans uh, during World War II. This is just as bad. These people are in prison. These people are in solitary confinement because of political dissidents. Well, hardly political dissidents because, you know, political dissidents, if you believe that there are more liberals than conservatives, if you believe that that one party's candidate uh, wildly outperformed the others, then it's political dissidents. Um, but they certainly, the left, they have the institutions of power from schools, from media, from academic institutions. The political elite and the social elite are the same. They're worth tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, people like Nancy Pelosi. Um, and and it's it's got to stop. Parading around security footage shows in the building for about 36 minutes. Hmm. No members of the federal government were harmed on January 6th, not one. The least violent, the only unarmed insurrection in the history of the world. Wasn't an insurrection. These cases need to get thrown out. And for people who don't understand how could anyone be upset, what could have... I had people calling me crying, begging me to tell them why I went there on the day. Because I was this guy trying to figure out how is it possible? 
how is it possible everything that went on with the 2020 election? Biden won, it's either zero or one, but I, I think zero. He, he won near none of the Bellwether counties, Bellwether counties being those that with a high degree of certainty predict uh, the outcome of presidential elections in the United States. He won a record low, only 16.7% of all U.S. counties. Somehow more votes than any president in the history of the world, most popular candidate ever, more popular than Barack Obama, both times he ran. Uh, you know, incumbent presidents, their vote counts always go down. Donald Trump's popularity rose. He actually got more votes than he initially did. He got more percentage of the black vote. He got more percentage of the Hispanic vote. Donald Trump, wildly popular. Donald Trump is the most popular Republican president with minorities in the history of the United States. But somehow, this small little ragtag group of counties, the 16% rounded up 17% of counties, you know, for the big guy, got him the presidency. This is why people are on fire about elections in the United States right now. This is why I'm on fire about elections in the United States right now. Now, let me be clear and listen closely, uh, YouTube. I'm not calling for violence. I'm not calling for revolution, for revolt, whatever it is that you want to say. I am telling you as a student of history, if this isn't resolved, if the 2,000 mules of it all isn't resolved, if election day is permanently replaced with election season, if crises every midterm and every general election season become the norm, bending and breaking of rules become the norm, I am telling you that there is going to be violence in this nation. I'm not talking about BLM and Antifa or gun crime because of gangs and lawlessness in Chicago and New York and LA and these crap hole liberal mavens. I am telling you that a free people are not going to put up with this stuff. And no, we are not, you know, America, Americans are no longer cut from the same cloth as a George Washington, but there is a fighting spirit here. There is a reason that there are more guns than people. There is a reason that the largest you know, unorganized military by a factor of 10 in the world is the United States people with over 400 million firearms, only one or 2% owned by the federal government. We'll say 398 million privately owned firearms. This has got to be resolved. It's got to be resolved. Or... Again, not calling for violence, but man, if that's not resolved, there, there are going to be some uh, serious issues here. The Seeker 2020 says, be bold. Guys, I'm sure this is not just a comment for me. This is a comment for you, wherever you're watching or listening to this. That is the point of the show. And, and we're talking about news and we're talking about politics and cultural, cultural issues. But where the rubber meets the road is you have to say something where you are with your circle of friends, with your circle of influence at work, at school, 
at church because there are a lot of Christians that have their heads up their butts about what's going on um, culturally. And also a lot of them have their heads up their butt about what's going on uh, theologically and doctrinally as well. Um, but, you know, that's a, a time for another day. Let me get through a couple more of these comments before we go on. <clears throat> the Capitol Police have widened their power thanks to January 6th. This is what always happens. Uh, this is the same thing, you know, that happened after 9-11. And now after 9-11, we have dozens of law enforcement and intelligence agencies that no one's ever heard of. Uh, with powers and authorities that no one's ever seen, approved, or heard of. Uh, we've got the Department of Homeland Security, everyone's favorite TSA, ODNI, DNI, uh, these just huge branches of government. The black budget is off the freaking charts. I mean, our, our country's debt is astronomical, and we keep increasing this deep black budget that no one's ever seen or heard of. Um, but after, you know, quote, tragedies, even though January 6th wasn't an actual tragedy. The government always uses it to increase their power. He goes on, the Capitol Police are exempt from uh, FOIA request. I did not know that. Wow. How, how did they get that to work? I mean, they are, what are they hiding? Um, what are they hiding? Is it 14 or 40? I can't recall. I'll go with the smaller number. Uh, 14,000 hours of footage, something like that. It's not being released. Uh, thus, they could do what they want. When Trump wins, they will not share their target. Hmm. Yeah. Mike Corleone says, you're not wrong, solitary confinement until they break. And, and by break, he's probably referring to, you know, these people can plea out at any time. They can just, instead of continuing to fight, instead of, uh, you know, I imagine many of them are, are uh, faith-holding people. Uh, solitary confinement is no joke. It's, it's, it's used as torture in, in many instances. Um, and it's, it's, it's one of the worst things that you can do to a human is to put them in isolation. We are relational creatures, uh, designed for community, um, but solitary confinement until they break. Um, I, I gotta agree with Mike because at any moment they can say, you know what? I don't want to fight. I'll just accept the punishment, uh, whatever the jail sentence is, just go with that, serve out the time and then move on with life, uh, which is which is nuts. Stick someone in solitary for two years and they will confess to anything. Or so they think, yeah. Um, there, there are people, I, you know, I'm, I'm holding out hope that many of these people that are political prisoners, that are uh, J6 political prisoners, I'm hoping that they hold out. I'm hoping that they win in the courts. Um, I'm hoping that they sue the crap out of the United States government um, for false imprisonment, uh, for pain and suffering, emotional damages. I, I hope, you know, when we're talking about stuff that our tax dollars go to while our tax dollars are going to, to strip teases for, for young kids and drag queen story hour, I would gladly pay some taxes to go uh, into the pockets of these political prisoners through, uh, through lawsuits. 
All right, so we're shifting gears here to the real uh, violence. We we know January 6th was not uh, true violence, but the real violence in our country, of course, is is almost exclusively done at the hands of radical leftists, uh, BLM, Antifa, groups like that. Um, you know, it's it's a strong possibility that we're headed into another summer of love, you know, brought to you by a far left-wing psycho ideology. Um, but, you know, all you, all you have to do <laughs> to know what's really going on uh, how things really stand is look at graphics like these. You know, the media is exclusively harping January 6th, January 6th, January 6th, Donald Trump, orange man bad. And we see these cities being burnt to the ground. The media asking, have you seen anything like this when people are climbing, when people are climbing the the walls of the Capitol out front? Have you seen anything like this? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen much worse than this. $2 billion in damages, property destruction, people's homes, people's livelihoods, people's businesses destroyed. You know, if you're a fan of the show and you've been uh, keeping up with this, you'll notice a common pattern. If you look at these cities, we've got Detroit, Los Angeles, Salt Lake City, Philadelphia. You'll notice the common pattern. This is actually the same list of crap hole cities uh, that saw unprecedented murder spike in 2020. Many of the same cities. And they share a lot in common. They've long been controlled by radical leftists. They have some of the most ridiculous and flagrantly unconstitutional uh, gun laws. What do they call them? Gun safety? Gun control. They, they have These are the places with the common sense gun control. It's not working. Common sense to me says you walk outside and this is what it looks like. Then you pull a Kyle Rittenhouse and take care of business. That's what common sense says to me. All right. My neighbors, by all accounts, hate me. It's fine. It is what it is. I don't need to win any popularity contest. But I guarantee you, I walk outside and I, I hear gunshots and, and women and children screaming. And I see people setting their homes on fire. More than likely, the people would be here to set my home on fire. Uh, but I, I walk outside and I'm going to Rittenhouse some people. I really, truly am. And I am going to turn Rittenhouse into a verb, apparently. Um, but this is, this is the violence that's truly going on in the country. And we're being told not to worry about it. We're being told uh, that white supremacy is the real problem. Now, here's the thing. Have white supremacists killed more black people in the last two years or have uh, BLM riots in Antifa? Did white supremacy kill David Dorn? Hmm? Or did a black rioter kill David Dorn?
We know the answer. And the most annoying part about this ridiculous narrative is it is always brought to you by woke white people. I've said it before. I'll say it again. 18 to 28-year-old white female. The prime, the prime suspect to be bringing this BLM, this woe is me, black people have it so tough. The world has been stripped away from them. Systemic racism, systemic oppression. There is nothing that a black person can do because of the scourge of white supremacy. And you, you look at these demonstrations and it's always white people. Always white people. This this photo isn't cherry picked. You you Google you DuckDuckGo you whatever uh, BLM protest and all of these stupid demonstrations are largely populated by white people who are telling you who are bringing you this message of how bad everything is for minorities. This very obvious white woman on the bottom who is an obvious white woman with her sign that her son's life matters. Well, your, your son, who's probably white, but who knows, maybe your baby daddy is uh, black. Your son's life uh, does matter, sure. No one thinks that more, you know, than religious right-wingers who don't want you to have the quote right uh, to murder said child uh, up until the moment of birth or 20, 28 days after birth in some states. So many questions, so many questions. Are we going to allow this to continue to go on? You know, it's getting warm out. We're, we're hitting the summertime. Are we going to allow another one of these ridiculous summers? It's a midterm election. You know, most people with two brain cells to rub together uh, will say, you know, the left just needs to sit down for this because the elephant in the room for them is inflation. It's gas prices. It's grocery prices. And those are the issues that matter. And they can ramp up this racial horn as loud as they want. And they can blast every black criminal who is evading arrest or fighting with police or attempting uh, to cause harm to police officers who gets lawfully injured by law enforcement. They can blow up every one of those stories that they can between now and election day, and it's not going to make a difference. It is not going to make a difference. CNN ratings in the freaking tubes. CNN Plus, same career outlook as Juicy Smouye. Didn't go well. Didn't go well at all. So all the king's horses and all the king's men, they can come out here and parade around and, and, and say, oh, you know, things are so bad. We need to do something. They are going to get destroyed in the midterm. But is that going to matter? Are we going to have 
you know, the CDC is is rolling out what looks like the road to mandates because of monkeypox. Or are we going to have more more voting shenanigans? And legislators left, right, and center have not gotten rid of the freaking ballot box situation. When abortion came on the scene, they they said they wanted to be safe, rare, and effective. It's not safe. It's it's effective. It's not safe, but it certainly isn't rare. When vote by mail and the absentee ballot stuff came onto the scene, it was supposed to be secure and rare. It was supposed to be for people with illnesses, people that weren't ambulatory, people that uh, were deployed or serving in another state or unable to be home because of work or exigent circumstance. It was supposed to be very secure, very rare. It was supposed to be by solicitation only, you know, where you had to go through a process to do it. Now we have mass mail-in voting and we have these crises that seem to crop up every single election cycle. Candace Owens says it the best. She says, every four years, you, you being leftist, you know, I'm just going to say that one time, libtards. Okay. Okay. I said it. Um, my wife's asked me to stop saying that. And I have, I'm, I'm, can I get like an applause for myself? Like I'm doing a good job. Do I have an applause on here? I don't think I do. I don't, um, every four years, Candace Evans says this to, to the leftists, every four years they wheel out racism, they wheel out BLM to raise hundreds of millions of dollars to buy beachfront properties to give to baby daddies, whatever they do with the money. But every four years they wheel it out. So couple that, you know, that creates social unrest. Couple that with these crises that cause us to bend and break all of our, uh, you know, anti-fraud measures. People say election integrity all the time. It's a very um, cleaned up term, kind of like, you know, trafficking in persons is a cleaned up way of saying uh, sex slavery of children. Um, It's a a very cleaned up way to say forcible sexual slavery, uh, repeated and forcible rape of of men, women, and children. Voter integrity, election integrity, ballot integrity, all of that, those are cleaned up ways of trying to not say election fraud, voter fraud, uh, ballot trafficking. These are all things that go on and, and we can try and dress them up and call them other things. But it's, it's, it's not what they are. We, we can try and call it other things, but that's that's not what it is. All right, I'm going to skip a few of these because it is, we've been going 45 minutes here and I don't want to go. Uh, crazy amount over. All right, let's open that. But, you know, uh, we're going to, 
yeah, I'm, I'm going to skip some of the, you, you guys know the BLM stuff. So let's just close that out. Just riots, death, destruction, violence, lawlessness. Um, so we'll finish out on, on children again, because, uh, you know, when we, when we talk about violence, there, there is a violent usurpation of the family right now, you know, um, LBJ and the welfare state, they, they went after the nuclear family hard then, um, but there are some institutions that held true to familial values, that held true to their uh, religious values. And, and so the left, they needed to strategize. I mean, they, they needed to find out other ways to break down the family because the families that they had broken down were not enough. They need to break down our families. Um, they still needed to get through to our children. And man, it is full court press time right now. If your kids are in public school, you are playing with fire. You have this idea. And, you know, there are so many Christians out there. And I got to tell you guys, if you're a believer and you are the type of person that say, when I'm going to say, I got to tell you, I want to just, I just want to punch you in the face every time I hear it. You're saying my child is being um, salt and light. I'm sending my child into, you know, my little Daniel into the lines then. I'm sending them out into the school to be the light, to change everything in the school. You're not equipping them. You're not talking to them about what's going on in school. You're not showing them away because you're a freaking pansy at work. You don't, you wouldn't dare. You wouldn't dare wear something like this to work. You wouldn't dare read something like this at work. Because you are a spineless coward. You do not live in the spirit of courage, the spirit of love, truth, courage uh, that God's given you with. You live in a spirit of denial. And you have this image of yourself being this hero, sending your child. You're sending your child to be devoured, to be manipulated, to be misled. And you're playing with fire. You don't know what goes on in the school you don't know who is in charge of the school. You can't tell me the names of your legislators. Your legislators, you can't tell me the names or the positions of the people on your school board, but you're, you're going to give me this fantasy that you are sending your child in as a tactical decision and you're building them up and you're not. You are setting them up to fail. You are setting them up. You are sending them in to Satan's lair where there is death and destruction and you are not preparing the way at all. You are not being an intercessor. You are not, you're, you're just not. And, and you're full of it. And it gets on my freaking nerves. Gets on my freaking nerves. Sarah Moore says, say it louder for the people in the back. Public school is evil and hurting our kids. One thousand percent one thousand percent and an evidence that public school is this this evil and evidence is the things that they go after the things that the left goes after the institutions they try and tear down the individuals they try and embarrass or deplatform or cancel 
Kurt Cameron, guys, we listened to this last week. It was all over the internet last week. We're going to listen to this clip again because it's important. Kurt Cameron is ringing and has been ringing the alarm bells about public schools for a long time. For a long time. And homeschooling is the answer. It is your responsibility. And there are so many lies about it. Good night. I live in Loudoun County. This is the most affluent county in the nation. And we homeschool our kids. We have four kids. We homeschool them. It is a lie from the pit that you can't afford. Oh, well, in the society now, you need two incomes. You do not. The average household income in the United States is something like sixty or $66,000. Most individuals that I know make two, two and a half times that as individuals. You want to live this bougie lifestyle while you're sacrificing and surrendering your kids on the altar of wokeness. Guys, you're playing with freaking fire. So here's Kirk Cameron. I'm, I'm getting ready to run myself out of time. Here's Kirk Cameron, um, clip that we watched last week. Country, uh, they don't want to abandon their children to a system that uh, by and large is doing more grooming for leftist politics and sexual chaos and racial confusion than they are doing any real educating about truth, beauty, and goodness. So, you know, we listened to that clip before. But man, he nails it. He nails it because he says what they're really teaching. It's not just that they're not teaching truth and beauty and love. What they're really teaching is leftist politics. He says uh, sexual chaos and racial confusion. Absolutely correct. A hundred percent correct. You know, we talked about this before. They are trying to take what is supposed to be a, a an ordered society, good, evil, right, wrong, man, woman, you know, these, these, you know, the non-binary movement. You know, it, it, it's a movement because things are, are binary. Most often there is no option C. We try and pretend that there's a lot of gray out there. There's more black and white than gray. There's more ethics and morality than mm, kind of squishy. No, that, that's not the case. They are trying to take what is meant to be ordered, ordered like a two-parent household with a man and a woman, with a husband and a wife. What is supposed to be ordered and make it disordered, make it chaos. Sexual confusion, or it's sexual chaos. All That's what, you know, we had been saying for years, for decades. And they're saying, oh, you know, they, 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 you know, gay. Why, why are they fighting gay rights, lesbian rights? Why are they fighting it so hard? We just want the same things as you. We said it was a lie then. We said everything that was happening, that is happening now, was going to happen. We said it then. No, they want to open Pandora's box and make it pandemonium and make it chaos, make it completely disordered. And they said, no, 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 no. No one wants that. Bob and Steve just want to be married. Linda and Pam just want to be, nobody wants that. Back then, everyone agreed. You know, remember when there were transvestites, which is not a thing anymore? Uh, when, you know, or when there were just 
trans people were the drag queens, you know, when everyone said that a drag queen is a man dressed up like a woman and, and now there are these special carve-outs. Well, it depends. Do they identify as a man or do, do they identify as a woman or do they identify as one of the healers to a quick check? Um, we're up to 20,000, 20,000 genders or whatever. It, it's constantly changing. Maybe they added another 10,000 right now. They are trying to take our ordered society and make it chaos. We knew it then. We knew it then when it was, you know, oh, it's just gay rights. It's, it's, it's just lesbian rights. We knew that it was going to be LGBTQLMNOP plus alphabet soup with, with constant pushes into our rights, into our privacy, into our individual sovereignty as people and as families. And if you don't, if you think that public schools are still a safe place, then you are not paying attention at all. Fairfax County Public Schools on the Lawn Boy. Oh, and if, if you haven't read Lawn Boy this goodie, then buckle up. Buckle up. And I'm so curious if the internet trolls are gonna are gonna censor or ban this video. So curious. <clears throat> Not decent for the internet, but decent for children behind closed doors in the schools. Fairfax County Public Schools on Lawn Boy. Uh, the book is an accessible examination of race, class, socioeconomic struggle, and sexual identity. The themes of this book are affirming for students who will recognize that they are not alone as they experience similar systemic challenges and societal prejudices. It's just a bunch of woke nonsense is what it is. Oh, it sounds so good. It sounds so good. Same county on gender queer. The book is well-written. Well, that's not true. Scientifically based narrative. Scientifically based narrative. No, that's not true. Science says you can take a scraping of a skin cell and examine it and see if it's XX or XY and you can determine the biological sex of the you know, that, what that specimen comes from. That's what science says. I, I guess scientifically based means something else. The resources referenced in the book provide access to additional reliable information. Awesome. Let, let's take a look at these books. Reliable information. $10 bullet vibrators. Hmm. That's something that the children need to know about. There are a lot of people on the internet who blur this out. I'm not blurring this out because they're showing it to your kids. You know, the kid that you're sending in to, to be Daniel in the lion's den, the kid that you're equipping. Is your kid talking to you about the graphic images of blowjobs that they're seeing in, in their school books? In their middle schools and their elementary schools, are they talking to you about this weird sexual? This is the sexual chaos, okay, that Kirk Cameron's talking about, where we have th this person right here, 
this hazy right here. This person is a girl with a strap-on dildo receiving oral sex in books that Fairfax County Public Schools think, hey, these, you know, we're examining, you know, these sociological struggles. We're affirming students. That's what this is about. That's why we need to show, you know, child pornography to your children to be affirming. Where we're having these two that are sisters. This is the same individual here. You, you recognize this, you know, haircut. You know, a haircut does not make you a boy. Makes you a chick with a short haircut. And there are plenty of women with short haircuts. It's, it's whatever. Doesn't make you a boy. This, this strap-on. Does it make you a boy? I hate to be the spoiler, but mine's attached. I'm sorry. Mine goes out. If you're not like me, yours goes in. You're a biological woman. This, This character here in the book is a biological girl. They're even trying to go inside your home and make sure that this chaos and sexual confusion and all this deviancy is inside your home. You thought that they weren't? Well, here's the, here's the spoiler on that. These two are sisters here talking about touching themselves and tasting themselves. And the older sister is educating or affirming the younger one who identifies as a boy, but is a girl. So it's two sisters talking on the couch, you know, and, and you can read it for yourself. Older sister, getting younger sister to do some weird stuff. Question. Are you talking to your kids about this weird sex stuff? Um, because you're sending them into the school and they're talking about it, reading about it. They're seeing images of it. If you're not talking to them about it, then all of those lies that you said before about how you're doing this great Christian mission, sending your family to be salt and lie, all of that is what we call a lie, okay? It's confession time. Confess means call it the same thing. You are lying to yourself. You're lying to your child. You are allowing your child to go into this lion's den completely unequipped. I'm not even going to show the next image. Don't, don't need to at this point. Don't need to at this point. How about this one? Drag queens in, in the classroom teaching kids how to how to apply makeup. Because that's because that's something that we need. That's something that we need our children to do. How about these child abuse videos? These little precious children being brought into gay bars 
you're not even supposed to bring children to bars, period. You don't have to qualify the bar. A bar is not a place for a child. A sexually explicit bar, even less of a place for a child. And how quickly, remember they said, they said drag queen story hour is not dangerous. They're just reading books. And we said it's inappropriate for children to be exposed to drag queens and and the lewd nastiness and all of this sexually explicit nonsense. Remember when we said that? And they're just reading them books. What's the danger? And you flip the page, just another two chapters of history, another two chapters of life, and now it's kids in gay bars with those same drag queens that were reading books just a little while ago, and we were ringing alarm bells, and you were saying that we were the bigots because we weren't unwilling to hear, you know, to unwilling to hear uh, oppressed voices and blah, blah, blah. And now they're doing strip teases and, and walking with drag queens in gay bars and reading neon lit signs that say it's not going to lick itself. Oh. I'm just sending my child there to be a light. My child is going to make the difference in this situation. They're drag queens, left, right, and center. There are all of these adults, you know, just like your child is used to being intervening in a room full of adults in a bar. And saying, hey, guys, I am going to bring change to the situation. You are sending your child to be devoured, to be devoured by this cultural deviance. Look at these little children. This is child abuse. None of these adults in here see a problem with this. You know, just, uh, what is it today? Is it Monday? Is it Tuesday? It's Tuesday. I think just yesterday we were watching the little girl put money in, in, the, in the unicorn, trans things, lingerie, whatever. You know, I hate that this is happening. I hate that this is happening, but I am so glad that what's been, what's been done in the dark for so long, we are finally getting to expose in the light. We're finally getting to show you because what is the argument now? What's the argument now? This this isn't going on. This is definitely going on. This is what they want. They want your kids confused. They want your kids psychologically damaged, emotionally destroyed. They want your children more than anything. It's essential. It's an essential step. You know, everyone's, oh, I'm worried about the Great Reset. Uh, But I'm not worried enough to take my kids out of the government institutions that are trying to create a Great Reset and trying to create a one-world government. That doesn't make any freaking sense. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. What, What are you talking about? All of these things are happening. These government institutions are corrupt. These government institutions are out to do all this evil. But one of the largest government institutions, the Department of Education, these public school monstrosity is okay. Get your kids out of these freaking schools. Do it now. 
That is the last word. That is the last word. Whatever happens to your children is not the government's fault. You can't say that you didn't know. Oh, you know, it is all over the internet. You just saw it here on my show. They are after your kids. Get them out now. Guys, that's been the Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host. The Joe Mobley Show is brought to you by Birch Gold. If you don't know about Birch Gold, they've got a free gift for you. All you got to do to get it is text Mobley to 989898. A huge thank you to Birch Gold for being a sponsor of the show. Um, also, a huge thanks to My Pillow for being a sponsor of the show. Guys, awesome deals there. All you got to do is go to mypillow.com slash Mobley to get them. You got to get the slippers before their uh, sale ends. I got two pair because I'm apparently uh, addicted to my pillow slippers. Um, so promo code Mobley anywhere on my pillow's website or go to mypillow.com slash Mobley. You can see all of the prices adjusted there for you in real time. Guys, thanks so much for sticking with us to the end of the show. Um, wherever you're consuming this, whether you're a radio listener, podcast, YouTube, Rumble, Getter, uh, hopefully Truth some point soon once they get uh, their live streaming capabilities up. Wherever you're consuming this, make sure that you like and make sure that you're subscribed to the show, the channel, the podcast, whatever. However you're consuming, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a beat. It's Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, got an interview uh, with... Uh, who am I interviewing tomorrow? I think it's Reverend Cook. Um yeah, tomorrow I've got an interview with Reverend uh, Bill Cook. We're going to be talking about the Black Robe Regiment. We're going to be talking about the true founding of this country and and the role uh, that the church and really the role that pastors have. And I got to tell you, if you are a pastor, it's probably going to be a challenging show. And uh, you already know my feelings about it, truth and love. Uh, so not that I don't care, but, you know, I, I am a fact, don't care about your feelings type of guy. Um Anyway, I digress. Make sure that you like, share, subscribe. Uh, the, the best thing that you can do is make sure you're subscribed and share this with someone that you think might enjoy the content as well. Uh, guys, if you want to support the show um, in a more formal way, there are a couple of ways you can do that. You can buy awesome merch like the shirt that I am wearing right now, the Donald Trump Miss Me Yet uh, shirt. All of these shirts that I wear and mugs and the merch, they're all original designs and they're only available on my website, thejoemobleyshow.com. Again, that's thejoemobleyshow.com. Uh, you can support the show that way. Even, even just being subscribed is supporting, but maybe you want some uncloseted conservative swag. Uh, you can also support the show by joining my locals community. Uh, the address on that is thejoemobleyshow.com slash locals. Or uh, you can just give straight up financial support clicking on any of the links below. There's a cash app. So a PayPal, there, there is a way to support the Joe Mobley Show. Um, you can also go to thejoemobleyshow.com slash support. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I enjoyed uh, chatting with you. Thank you for the comments. I hope you guys have a good one. I'll see you in the next one. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, 
according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.